Hey there, podcast listeners. Today's topic is just for leaders, and that means instead of finding this one at PursueGod.org, you can find it at PursueGodNetwork.org. That's our leadership site that sparks great conversations to help you and your ministry become a discipleship culture. So check it out. Okay, Trace, today we're talking about creating a warm atmosphere in your church. And I, I think for a lot of pastors and leaders in the church, mentors, small group leaders, if you're men, maybe being warm isn't as natural for us. So that's why I want you to help us think this through. Uh, women tend to be a little warmer, mm-hmm. and I know you're really good at this. You're good at uh, being a people person. So before we get to some practical things, wh- why is warmth important? And what's maybe what's the opposite of warmth? Yeah, I think especially... People take a risk when they show up to church right. for the first time, mm-hmm. and if they show up to a place that seems unfriendly mm-hmm. or it's clear that they don't belong, right? then why would anyone want to spend any time in a place like that? Yeah, and it's e- it's easy to walk into a church and you feel like an outsider because everyone already has relationships and right. friendships, and, and so we're talking about being warm for the sake of a newcomer, but even being warm for the sake of someone who's not real connected Maybe they come week in and week out, but they're not in a small group. They're not in a mentoring relationship. So so they don't really have a vital connection there. And those people can come for a certain amount of time. But if they never connect through to a mentor, a small group, or a ministry team, or even just connect on a Sunday morning with someone who takes mm-hmm. an interest in them, then I think that's where you have a backdoor and people leave, right? Right. Yeah. Because it just if you don't feel like you have a place there or people don't make you feel like this could be a place for you, right. then they'll just move on. Yeah, and I think the opposite of warmth, men men especially need to hear this, because this is me, is if efficiency, mm-hmm. right? And so there's this balance between, especially for churches that are trying to create a discipleship culture, and you know what the win is, you want to make disciple makers, you're looking for handoffs, you're, you're looking to connect with someone. And so we can get into this kind of efficient mode where we're just always looking to Right, and I think there's. It's good to to have the win in mind, but to, you can't have the win in mind at the expense of relationship and in a warm atmosphere at church. Right. Yeah, and I think it's easy for us to get in a mode where it takes energy to be excited mm-hmm. about thinking about a discipleship culture, and that everything I'm saying or how I'm interacting with people or the energy I bring in on a Sunday morning. Right. You know that requires me to be emboldened towards what I want to do. Sometimes it's easier. I'm not feeling great today, or I'm Mm -hmm. tired, or I'm this, or I'm that, and I'm just going to show up and do the bare minimum. I'm going to go through the motions of, okay, I'm supposed to be a greeter today. Mm -hmm. I'm here. I've got my bulletins, but I'm I'm not thinking about it in terms of how do I love this person? This person may be here for the first time, doesn't know who Jesus is, Yes, but I, I'm out. I'm not, I'm not in it. Right. Or this person might be here for the hundredth time and they, and I've seen them and I recognize their face, but I don't really know their name. Yeah. Right. And so, so you're, you're just thinking about doing your job and, 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 and then going home. And going right? home. Right. Okay. So let's do, let's walk this through for the sake of pastors and leaders. Let's walk this through from the vantage point of a, the moment someone pulls into the parking lot, right? So here a newcomer pulls into the parking lot. Let's talk through a warm, creating a warm atmosphere. So maybe the first thing would be even even before they get into the building. Right. Where do I park? Yeah. Or is there parking? Yeah. Or if I can't find a parking spot, what do I do? Is there someone that could help direct me to right. 
a different place to park? Yeah. Or do I just go around, find no parking spot, and pull out and go home? Yeah. So some churches need need parking attendants, yeah. or, or at, at the very least have have guest parking area, first time visitor parking areas, that sort of thing. So now you're approaching the building, right? And for a lot of churches, they might have someone handing out bulletins inside the building. But I think a great a great touch of warmth is is what to have maybe a couple or a couple of couples outside holding the door, smiling, greeting them, hey, great to see you, right? That sort of thing. Yeah, I think this is something that a ministry leader at our church has has recently kind of um, has been giving more thought to this. And yeah, yeah. their idea is at, at first glance, people don't want to be holding on to a bulletin right when they're coming mm-hmm. in the door. Right. So just having someone that like you just understand the first thing is as they're approaching the building is you're just a warm person just saying good morning, making yeah. eye contact. It's good to see you. Yep. If they, if you know them, say their name. I mean, who doesn't like to show up someplace and feel like people That's right. care that you're there? Yeah. So that would be the first thing. Yeah. And then, okay, so then maybe you come inside the door and you've got someone, hand, if you have a bulletin, you're, someone's, again, another touch point, handing a bulletin. Again, smile. Great to see you. Good to have you here. You know, make these leaders, make sure that these people on the greeting team are smiley, happy people, train them on this, make sure that they know, be smiling, you know, try to get to know some names, that sort of thing. And what takes a little bit more energy, and again, I say this for myself too, it's not like I've arrived in this, Mm -hmm. but that even with your greeter team, that you don't allow it to just devolve into, my job is just to hand you this bulletin. Right, efficiency. Right, Right. go to the efficiency piece, that that you're, that you're saying to your greeters, no, you are just another touch point of Mm -hmm. warmth. Yes, do you also hand them a bulletin, but your main thing is, yeah. I want to show this person love and care. Like, I am glad you are here today. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so now they're in the lobby. Hopefully churches, you have a lobby, at least in some form. You got a little worship music going in there. You've got coffee or you know something to create this warm, welcoming atmosphere. And again, this is just another opportunity just to have mentors and small group leaders and just people who are bought into your church and the discipleship culture train your people to just hey be be welcoming and warm and striking striking up conversations right don't one of the things Tracy we've always had to be be aware of is don't just gravitate toward yes. the people you already know and right. you, you kind of have to tell your church this and remind your church hey look for someone new uh, you know send out emails to your teams and saying hey look for someone new this week you know yeah. make sure to meet one new person don't Again, we what we tend to do is we gravitate toward the people we already know and love and have a relationship with. Yeah, right? truly, if we're trying to develop a discipleship culture, it really is a selfless mindset because it's easy for me mm-hmm. to want to walk in church and be like, the energy I have today is I just want to connect with some people I haven't seen, and right. so I want to talk to them, and that's easy. Yep. But the more selfless mindset is to say... I need, there's someone standing over there at this table by themselves with a cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. There's a ton of people connecting all around them. I need to have eyes up, eyes out Mm -hmm. more instead of just being like on my phone going through Facebook because I don't really want to talk to anyone or just going to my friends to be like, train your volunteers to Mm -hmm. look out and see someone who might be standing there alone Mm -hmm. or lost. Like, where do I go? Where does the kids area? Right. And just, to, to get people to go engage with those people in a meaningful way. Yeah, okay, so now let's move into the, to the auditorium or the worship center. Okay, so now, again, we, it's, it started in the parking lot, it's moved into the lobby, now it's moved into the worship center again. Have music there, have 
I, but I think one of the most important things is before the service starts, a lot of times, especially first time guests, they're sitting in there because they don't want to be late. They're sitting in there. It's a little awkward for them. Right. So make sure that there are people in the worship center or the auditorium talking to people, welcoming people, right. maybe sitting down chatting for a minute. You know, I want to say to mentors, if you're if you're trained up to be a mentor at your church and you haven't been connected to someone yet to mentor, you're waiting for a handoff, you're waiting you're waiting for an opportunity, go get an opportunity. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a great opportunity. Not 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 the first time you meet someone, right? But week 1, meet somebody and then look for them the next week, right? Find out some stuff about their life, right? Start engaging them, being warm with them. What you're doing is you're you're building a relationship with them week after week after week. And at some point, maybe some of those people, you might say, "Hey, let's get together for coffee." And now, again, you, you're 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 preparing yourself to invest in them, and and it goes from relational, warm and relational to now intentional, and now. Maybe you're discipling them. Maybe you're mentoring them. Right. And I think that that, again, is something that we constantly have to be mm -hmm. encouraging in volunteers because it's going to be our natural bent is to go towards what we're comfortable right. or what's easiest. Yep. And so we start out maybe with the fervent idea of, yeah. yes, I want to be, you know, I'm a mentor, I'm trained, I want to find someone. But then over a couple of weeks, maybe you don't make a great connection or no one happened to be sitting alone and we lo and behold slide right back into, yep. okay, now I'm just back to handing a bulletin at the door. Yep. Like it is an every week, it is just that mindset of saying and encouraging that in our volunteers to mm -hmm. be warm, to have eyes to see someone to say, is this mm -hmm. someone that I could be mentoring? Right. Or to talk to them enough to know, is there someone else that would be a great mentor for them? Mm -hmm. Because that's how we do it in other areas of life. That's we right. meet someone when we're working out or we're at hiking one day mm -hmm. and you're like, let's go have coffee sometime. Like that's not a weird right. concept in our culture. Yeah. It's a, it's the tension. In fact, we have a topic in the library on this. It's the tension between relationship and mission that it starts that mentoring, discipling relationships. And this can start at the church. That's why we're talking through this topic that, that those relationships start relational. It starts right. because I really genuinely care you. Jesus is a great model for this. He cared about people genuinely he cared about them. But but look, over the course of three years with his disciples, he moved from relationship to more intentional relationship. It didn't get rid of the relationship. Mm -hmm. The relationship and the love and the care was still there, but he had a very clear purpose in his relationship, and he was moving them toward you know what we would call full circle follower of Jesus. So we start with relationship, and that can start at a warm church service. We start with relationship, and we move toward more intentional relationship. And now we're right. we're investing in someone to help them trust Jesus, honor God, and then eventually invest in someone else. Right. Go full circle. Okay. So Tracy, back to the to the church. So now the church service starts. Right. Hopefully the worship leader is warm. Hopefully whoever's giving announcements is warm. Right. That when someone gets up there to preach, hopefully they're warm. Mm -hmm. They're not just spewing information as biblical as it is, but they're warm and sharing personal. So again, the atmosphere of warmth is carried on in the service itself, right? Mm -hmm. And then most importantly, maybe most importantly, is at the very end of the service, one more opportunity to create a warm environment mm -hmm. for your attenders. Yeah, I think it would be a great opportunity for your small group leaders and your mentors mm -hmm. to be up front Right. ready to pray with people. Yeah. And that you create a space for that at the end of your service that as you as you release people that the music is quiet, the lights are still low, mm -hmm. that if someone's sitting in their seat and something just really caught their attention or grabbed their heart from the sermon that they have space to come 
and connect with someone, which is a great first opportunity for mentors to then, as you're praying with someone to say, I'd love to talk to you some more about this. Mm -hmm. Can we get together sometime? Mm -hmm. It's just a great, it's a great opportunity for mentoring relationships. Yeah. Too many times I've seen even at our own church, Tracy, that you know, the sermon was great and impactful. Maybe you have a, a, last, a final song before you dismiss people. And you kind of miss the opportunity to, to make connections or pray with people. And so again, I, I think, and leaders talk about this with your ministry teams, I think it's important to be intentional about this. Hey, who's going to be coming up mm-hmm. at the end of the service? Maybe even invite them to come up before mm-hmm. you dismiss everybody. Yeah. Hey, I want to just invite some of the, some of our mentors and small group leaders to come forward. And a, a few couples or whatever, they stand across the front of that stage, just warm, smiling, open, inviting. And you just say, hey... And if any of you want to pray or get connected or talk with someone before you go, we would love for you to right. kind of come forward. Maybe you know, as people are moving back out of the church, right. out of the out of the auditorium, just wait a moment and and come forward because we don't want to rush out of here. We want to connect with you. We want to pray with you. We want to love on you. Again, all of these are opportunities to make your church, your environment, a warm environment, and a warm environment is a mentoring environment. 